Hello, and welcome back to Happy Stitching from Magic Hour Cross Stitch Supplies. I'm Donna. And I'm Serena. And we are here today to explore the, some uh, different kinds of metallic threads. Now we came across something of uh, DMC, a DMC product called Diamond. I guess I'm pronouncing that correctly, or Diamond, or whatever, but anyway, it comes on a big tall spool, uh, and it's different from the smaller spools that you may be familiar with. Now, I belong to a number of Facebook groups for cross-stitchers, and the total is like 15,000 people. And I have never seen a post that mentions this product. I don't know why, uh, but nobody seems to ever use this. I've never seen a pattern that calls for it or anything. So I thought we would try it out and see why it's there and um, its relative uh, qualities compared to, uh, we have some light effects and some Krennic braid. And we also have the short, uh, broader spools that uh, you may be familiar with. And these are all, except for the Krennic, of course, these are all DMC products. So we're opening up our very first spool of diamond. We've got a lovely silver and a gold. So I'm gonna use the gold thread. I'm gonna use the silver. And we're going to just check it out. So as we unspool it, we also have out some of the, uh, some samples of the other ones, and we're just going to check it out. So uh, here, you, you take this one and see how you like it. That's the silver. I've got the gold here. And just looking at it as it comes off the spool, uh, it's really pretty. It's a very beautiful color. I see that the color name is D3821, this gold one. What's Mine's yours? D168. Um, we looked up this earlier because we were curious, and it does match the 168. We didn't check the 30 or something, rather. 3821. Um, and it does match the 168 in regular cotton swaths. So, so uh, DMC, you probably know, uh, does... Um, match up their colors so for example 310 that's black but E310 is light effects in black S310 is their satin floss in black and like that so I'm pretty sure this 3821 that's going to be their diamond D3821 is going to be diamond in this yellow color and that is that is a yellow because I was just doing a moon on my Halloween picture and it's 3822 and mm. so that's yellow so it's I'm sure it's matching up the same as all their other products so as I'm pulling it off the spool I'm just running it between my fingers and it feels really nice and smooth it's really a, uh, very shiny uh, and that doesn't have the um, like the bumpiness that I've come to expect from these others. Now, uh, here, what I've got... What about the, uh, the, the polyester one? Is it bumpy? Oh, yeah. The, the spool. Yeah, the spool. The yeah. short, wide spool. I'm yeah, just going to take a little like bit. Coats. Yeah, it looks like a coat spool. If like you, a coat if you, Guterman. Yeah, spool. exactly. So if you feel this, feel the difference? 
This one's this, quite bumpy. Yeah, this one's a lot bumpier. It is. I, I was just using this uh, gold version of the short wide spool in the moon that I just mentioned with the 3822. I had just blended it to give a little bit of shine on that. And it was fairly easy to, to work with. Uh, probably a little bit easier than light effects. Uh, most people don't like using the light effects, or I won't say most. Some people don't like using light effects because it can be hard to tame. It likes to tangle up. I would think most of the metallics are the same way they like to tangle, but they're made of metal, so they tend to get staticky. So that's why I like to keep a little square of dryer sheet handy when I'm using a metallic and just rub it down the length of the, of the thread when it starts to get uh, annoying. Wait, wait, and wait. Did you just say it's made of metal? Well, it's metallic. It's probably not really metallic, but it, it is made of, uh, well, this low, this smaller spool is 100% polyester. Polyester does, is subject to static electricity. But it's not metal. No, it's, you're right. It's not metal. <laughs> I shouldn't say it's metal. It's metallic colored. That's why, where the metallic comes in. There is no metal involved in the this product. Um, the diamond is 72% viscose, 28% polyester. And viscose is? Viscose is a naturally derived fiber, but they can make it out of cotton or bamboo or like, all kinds of different stuff, even uh, sugar cane. And what they do is they uh, shred it up and then they give it a bath in, um, I think it was hydro, hydrogen so, sulfide or hydrogen sodium, or so, I can't remember, sorry. Uh, but it was a, an acid bath that uh, makes the cells come apart and then it gets um, processed with other, other, other components. And then when it's put back together, it's formed into a thread. So it's kind of a man-made fiber that's uh, made of naturally de derived uh, substance. So Lugana is made of half of that. Half, it's about half viscose, half cotton. So that's why the Lugana has that sheen to it. It's, it's uh, also, I think it's related to rayon in its composition. Uh, composition so that's why it was like a plastic fiber not it's not plasticky it's mm. the, the article that I read referred to the rayon uh, frequently so I, I, I'm not really clear I'm not a chemist and uh, or an engineer I just I'm just a stitcher so I know that the ones that say viscose have a, that sheen to it as uh, as Lugana does and this thread made of viscose uh, not that one, that's little one. The, this is the diamond, has the viscose in it. And that, it, I, I don't have the packaging on the, I have it on the light effects here, but I don't have the bit that says what it's made of. Well, I do here. It says 65% viscose, 35% polyester. So the, it looks like the one of the main differences is that uh, the different proportions of viscose to uh, the cotton, so or polyester, sorry, polyester. And the Krennic, let's see if it says what it's made of. It says polyester metallic, 
doesn't say anything specific. about pardon specific it is very specific yeah no percentages or anything it just says polyester metallic which that's what this one says too the diamond it actually says 28 percent polyester meta metallic but it says it in french dmc is a french company as we know okay so the feel of it is very smooth coming off the spool compared it's smoother than the other shorter spool that you may be more familiar with and i'm just going to check here you got a piece of the light effects over there no. here here here's some if you feel that oh, yeah, that's, that's even bumpier yeah that's really that's really rough oh you think that's rough here check out this krennic braid this is number four very fine krennic braid Finale. it's very bumpy yeah it's really rough yeah this this is uh it, mind you it's quite a bit thicker too yeah well, so this would it's a braid yeah not this is not a blending filament this is the braid uh, but a lot of patterns call for this yeah, so this would be uh like i it, the thickness is like two strands of six strand cotton it especially looks to me corbett. pardon especially the mirabilias yeah the mirabilias almost all call for these and it, it seems to be a frequent choice of designers when they want to add a little bling. But you know what? It's your pattern and you can add whatever bling you want. I always add a little bit of metallics in somewhere in my patterns because I like metallics. I like how they shine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so the comparisons of the three on just on the feel it seems like the diamond is the smoothest and the krennic braid is the roughest so we're just going to do a few little test stitches here and see how it is uh, to stitch with i've got some needles threaded up i've got a needle with one filament of um, one thread of the light effects so it's been a while since I stitched with it, so I thought I would start with that. And uh, I'm, I do remember that it uh, does tangle frequently, which is on the Facebook groups, that's what everybody complains about is the tangles and the fraying at the end. I would yeah, think the, the fraying at the end is... Yeah, it's a nuisance, isn't it? It seems like you waste more than what you use sometimes. But it depends. It, it does extend the how much of the thread you can use if you use a few basic uh, strategies for stitching with light effects or any metallic. So one of them is the dryer sheet trick. I store my light effects thread with dryer sheet, a little square of dryer sheet too, in a little plastic baggie. I get, uh, you can get them at the dollar shop or you can get them from stitching shops or whatever. And that noise you hear is the needle going through. I'm using an 18 count uh, Ada to do these test stitches, but my needle is a 24. So it's a little big for this fabric, but that's okay. We'll, we'll carry on anyway. And I'm finding that the stitches uh, with one strand of the light effects on the uh, 18 count Ada does leave a lot of uh, fabric in between. So if I was going to do this on a pattern, I would probably uh, opt for two strands. Really? Even on an 18 count? Uh, yeah, I used two on an 18 count. My Kingfisher is 18 count, and mm. I'm doing two with that. 
I like really good coverage. And that's a personal choice. I like I like two strands on 14. I usually use three. Uh, if it's, you know, I, I use one if it's a 28 count over one, something like that. But more, usually I use at least two. Maybe I like to only use two unless it's like a really high count, like the 32 count vinegar. Uh, the 32 count what? Linen. Linen. Oh, yeah. 32 count linen over one. Yep. With a single strand. Yep. Oh, look at you with your young eyes. She's the daughter. I guess you guessed that. <laughs> I'm the mother in our, in our little team here. So, yeah. I that last podcast. Yeah, that's right. But uh, the... the and our voices are quite similar too, I think. Yeah, yeah. People on the phone go, "Oh, hi, Donna." <laughs> I'm like, "No, no, no." <laughs> okay, so I'm finding the light effects would probably need two strands on. Uh, my preference, anyway, would be two strands. So here, you have a look at this and see what you think. Let me just finish these last Ooh, couple. I'm of bending stitches. your needle. Oh, that's that little tiny petite. Yeah, it's the petite needle, the tapestry needle. Uh, I think that's that's the Bowen. Well, it's Bowen now. <laughs> Good one. Okay, so let's see what you got. I this is this is just a four by two stitches with one strand. Mm, it's it's actually not too bad. Let's see. Oh, that's so pretty. And that's the diamond, or that's light effects? I gave you a light effects strand, right? No, you gave me a diamond. It's definitely diamond. a diamond. Is it? Yeah, or I feel how close it is. You can tell by the feel. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Now we wrap it up. See? Oh, you're right. I've definitely that's really pretty. I just love the shine on that thread. Mm -hmm. It seems to be shinier than than the equivalent in uh, the other spools. Mm -hmm. Certainly shinier than than the Krennic. The Krennic is I find it quite rough. Uh, it, it Are Krennics or just specifically the uh, the number uh, uh, braid that's right. Well, there's blending filaments too, and those two types are probably the ones that most people would use. But there yeah, are, but there I'm are asking other kinds. It's the blending filament because I've never used a blending filament. I've never used any metallic at all. Um, is the blending filament as rough as the braid and the light effects? Uh, it's been a while since I used it. I think it's a, a much smoother one, but I think it tends to be more plasticky, less. Uh, like it, it's, it feels like it's more polyester probably, mm -hmm. but it's meant to be blended with another, another. So I like the light effects with one strand on the eighteen if it's not too big a patch. Or but I would, uh, I would probably do a test bit on a pattern to see which which one I would like to do. So now I'm threading up the short spool a little bit. I have a silver here. And I'm just going to do a little bit of comparison. I'm going to use one strand of that to... Uh, I should have brought in my gold spool, but it's with my project. with my Halloween project where I was doing the moon with some of that. 
and I'm going to try some single, uh, just a single filament. I'm finding that this is like all the other metallics that I've used, th this short spool, which does not have a name, by the way. I don't know why they didn't give it a speci specific name. It just says DMC metallic thread. So I can't refer to it by name. Apparently it's a, a nameless uh, product on the Maybe DMC Maybe it came out before light effects and they were just gonna call them all that because it's got a color designation. Yeah, but there's only three yeah. colors of that, or at least that's all that was on the website because I went and looked. So uh, maybe that, maybe you're right. Maybe it's been around forever and they just thought that's all the metallic threads they'll ever make, so they just called it metallic thread. Maybe. Maybe. Because so, DMC's been around since like the 1800s, hasn't it? Yes, it has. Uh, okay, so this is a single filament of the, well, sorry, what I was saying was, as most of the other metallics, it's made up of, uh, it looks like a single until you try to thread it. Right. And then the ends uh, all don't want to talk to each other, and they spread out like jazz hands, and you need to either thread each of those individually, which is what I usually resort to, or if you're lucky and you have a big needle, you can get them all in at once. But they. this is also, uh, uh, Light Effects has three of those little uh, strands uh, twisted together for the th each thread. And this also, the short spool also has three. And the you're, you're using the short spool now too? Uh, yes. And how are you finding it? Uh, it's not bad. It's, it's very much like the Diamond. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it could be the weave of the 18 count because it's a pretty wide weave for an 18 count. Yeah, it is. It could I be 16, that. actually. Uh, if this is the same piece we had at the workshop, I counted it and it's 18. Then it's 18. Then it's a wide weave 18. It is. I noticed that, that the holes are pretty prominent. It could be I'm used to stitching 18 on a hand dyed. It could be. Or the. Yeah, because the hand dyed, the. the it's a little oh, softer, right. yeah. And also it could be a different brand. Right. This could be a DMC or Charles Craft and the one you're, the hand dyed is the Zweigart. Mm. So that will make a big difference too. So, so uh, there's so many different factors that go into what thread is right and how many strands that you need. That's why it's important to do some test stitching when you're trying out a new fabric and thread combination because you never know uh, what the variances are mm -hmm. between the two. Mm -hmm. Okay, so just a few more stitches here. And uh, we're going to do the comp have a look at how the, what the appearance is after doing a test of one strand on this 18 count. Now I can see that, here, what do you think? Have a look. Don't lose my needle. I'll try. So what do you think? The mm -hmm. This gold is the light effects and the silver is the short spool. It looks a lot like the diamond. Uh -huh. It's hard to tell them apart. Well, I noticed when I was stitching with it that the uh, the 
diamond or diamond whatever is actually easier to pull through because it's this is the same needle too by the way so I just unthreaded the the gold and put the silver on um, so the 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 comparison would be fair which means I should use that same needle for the next level which is going to be the diamond but the um, it did pull through more easily Mm -hmm. uh, the smoother one that would be the the spool and now I'm going to thread up the, the diamond on the same needle so we get a fair comparison uh -huh. and oh I got two out of three that's not bad <laughs> two out of three ain't bad that's what they say okay give me a minute to finish threading here and why don't you thread up some of this krennic because I've got the tiniest needle in the world. Ah, uh, here, use this bigger needle. Thank you. I have a 24, uh, size 24 needle for you. Because it's really, make it so much easier to have the right size needle. Mm -hmm. So if you try to use too small a needle, you spend more time trying to thread the darn thing than you do stitching. Which is uh, just a waste of time. Valuable stitching time down the tubes, threading the needle. Okay, so I've got some of the uh, diamond. Okay, and I've got some chronic braid. Okay, I've got one strand of the diamond, and I'm just going to start doing a few test stitches and see how it feels. Now, this was the smoothest pull. Oh, that is nice. It glides through very nicely. Is it chronic braid? Not so much. Yeah. Yeah, Even I with the big that, needle? Yeah, you can feel how rough it is. Hmm. I, I think I like would... It's barely touching the sides, but it's more than a diamond. Hmm. You're doing one strand? One strand. Okay. Well, I think with this very smooth diamond, I would leave a longer tail as I'm starting my stitch row. Now, what does the longer tail actually do? Well, because it's so smooth... Mm -hmm. If I leave too short a tail, it's going to pull right through and then my stitches will come out or at least come loose. Or at least that would be the, my concern. So a little bit longer tail and just make sure, you, I, I'm just going to make sure I catch it again and again underneath to, so it's not hanging off my project, but mm -hmm. it is well secured. So it, with a, a simple cotton, I, would, I don't usually bother because mm -hmm. once you start stitching it's pretty well locked in place but with this I would make sure I catch it under at least another couple times yeah I I usually use I thought you meant like a longer tail off the needle not like oh no I mean when you when I'm stitching when I started my stitch row yeah because I was about to say because I do usually use leave a pretty long tail when I'm stitching even with cotton thread but I also don't double park when I Close off the needle, so I guess it uh, I'll leave these out. You don't double what? Don't double do it. Go through the fabric twice when I oh I see. When I cut off the needle. Okay. Oh, this uh, diamond is so smooth it just came right off the needle. I had to thread, but it went up back on again very easily. It was the easiest to thread of the three I've tried so far. Really? Do you think yeah. it's because? Well, is the spool one core thread? Like one uh, soft thread around some... No, it doesn't seem to be. It looks like they put it together the same way as the other two. 
three filaments just uh, not twisted together like regular thread is when you look at it really really closely mm-hmm. it's they're loosely twisted mm. so it's not they're not twisted tight mm-hmm. and that's why you get the jazz hands thing at the on the tips when you cut it mm-hmm. and after you've started using it now I've only done four stitches of this and the same as with the other ones, I can see the, the three filaments are starting to repel each other. Yeah. See that? Right and at the this end. This is the or the light This effect? is the diamond, but they all mm-hmm. did the same thing. Right. Well, that's, that's the nature of the beast, really. Yeah, that's metallic thread for you. So that's what the... I don't didn't bring a piece of dryer sheet, but if I did, it, that would have helped that. But it wouldn't, it's not going to make any difference for eight. I'm just doing a little eight stitch patch here. So I would, if I was going to do a really serious test, I would do a bigger patch to compare. The, like if I was test stitching for a project, because it's uh, harder to see on a little patch to see if there's fabric sticking out in between the stitches. But uh, for just this purpose, just eight stitches is enough. And I'm just about there. How are you doing over there? I'm almost done my second row of stitches. Oh, good. Me too. See, you got you've gotten really fast. You've had a lot more practice, I guess. Yeah. Well, not lately, but still. But still, I know we've been busy in the shop and and with all kinds of website things and, but stitching is important. I try to stitch every single day. Okay, so I did my little patch of diamond, and you can tell the difference in the in between the light effects. So the single filament, that's single filament too, is these uh, the coverage looks to be a little better with the the light effects. Can you see? Uh, no, you're not. Here, light. sorry. I'm gonna stick the needle into the fabric because I don't have a needle minder on now. This is the light effect? The one on no, the far? No, the, the one on the left. The gold on the left is the light effects. So it's, I think the coverage is a little bit better. Yeah, the light effects is a little bit better. And it seems a little bit, I don't know how, but it seems smoother. Like. Like the finished uh, stitching patch? No, like flowier. Like oh. it's less angular, but it could just be. Me. <laughs> well, the uh, I think the bumps are probably what gives it the fill to fill in the spaces between the fabric and between the stitches. Maybe because the definitely the coverage on the diamond is not as good. If this was on my project, I would probably want to use two strands. Right. Um, and the small spool is it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not as good as the light effects, but it was a lot easier to use. So it's a trade-off for now sure. Now how does this compare to the Let's dark gold look. of the Krennic braid that I just used? Oh, wow. See, that's so pretty. It so looks sparkly. These are all really, really beautiful threads. There's no doubt about it. They're very shiny, and um, the... I know from past experience that the shine stays even if you have to wash it 
and iron it uh, after your project is finished. Didn't you use the number four chronic braid in the buckle in the witch's hat? Yes, that's why it was sitting there on the table waiting for me to pick it up for this oh. podcast. <laughs> it just happened to be handy. So, yes. Um, I find it, 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 how did you find it to stitch with? It was okay, but I was using a very big needle on a fairly fine fabric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, not a very big pack. That is not a big It could be that I'm just, I've been stitching today on some 32 count linen and that's what I'm used to. Maybe. Why don't you try some of the Krennic on, on the, your 32? You got a patch there? Use yeah, the big better. needle. The big needle, really? Yeah. Uh, the, a big needle on a fine fabric. Uh, just make the holes enormous on the 32 count linen, one over one. Well, maybe not a 24. Here, yeah. I'll, I'll swap you for my 26. I'll just re-thread here for you. So uh, comparing the coverage issue of between these four, and the four being light effects, short spool, tall spool, that's the diamond, and the krennic. The coverage was definitely the best with the krennic with one strand on 18 count. Here you go, sweetie. Thanks. Uh, the feel of it, the diamond was definitely the smoothest, and then the short spool, and then the light effects, and then the crank braid. Ease of use, well, that's hard to say because in uh, on some fabrics, one strand of the braid, for instance, would be the same, uh, give the same coverage as two strands of, say, the, the short spool or the diamond. So mm -hmm. is one strand of Krennic easier to use than two strands of the diamond or short spool? Two apples and three oranges, really. Yeah, it is kind of apples and oranges. And again, a good place to uh, just try out a few stitches and see how you like it. Because everybody has their own preferences and what's perfect for one person would be horrible for somebody else. So it's very difficult to say. So what's good for the goose is not good for the gander. Not always. So this is uh, a, a okay, really Okay, I'm going to put this down as nearly impossible. Oh, really? One over one with number four chronic braid and a size 26 needle is not good. Oh, that is pretty pretty thick. So th that would be another thing then, is if you're using very fine fabric, that's stitched over one though. Yeah, that's stitched over one. I don't stitch yeah. over two. Okay, well, on a very fine fabric, then you may, might want to uh, sub a chronic with one of these diamond ones. I, I'm looking at these two, the colors are not identical, of course, because I'm looking at the diamond gold and this Krennic gold, uh, the diamond gold 3821, and Krennic very fine braid number four, 202HL, is what uh, the high specifics. Luster. High luster, that's right. So they're, uh, the Krennic is a little bit darker, yeah. but boy, the diamond is sure shinier. Yeah. Maybe it's because I'm, it's so smooth. 
Now, not being very familiar with Krennic and stuff, but having looked at a lot of uh, embellishment packs for patterns for the shop, um, I always thought High Luster would be extremely shiny, like shinier than Light Effects, and I'm very surprised to find that it's not. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they come up with their designations. Um, uh, Maybe because it's comparative of, to other Krennic? Uh, that would make sense, but I think all of the Krennics are shiny. They're all kind of metallic-based, the ones that I've used anyway. I, I Well, the the blending filaments are shiny, but they're I don't think they're classed as metallics. Mm -hmm. But they they also are very shiny. So I'm not sure what how how high a luster does it have to be before they call it high luster. I don't know. I don't know either. So uh, I guess that's the subject for some other research uh, stitching. Uh, the I do notice that the silver. Now I've got the short spool and the tall spool of the DMC. These are both DMC, the diamond and the short spool. And these colors are almost a, a, exactly the same. Mm -hmm. But the you can tell the difference in the color. The, One's the, darker. This this short spool is a little bit darker. Yeah. But this is so, so much shinier. And when I did the test stitching... The shiny silver was just so beautiful. Yeah, it was. It looked like uh, like high quality silver uh, jewelry. That that kind of beautiful lustrous mm -hmm. shine of, of silver was just gorgeous. So I really really like the diamond. Overall, if I had to choose just one metallic, and I could you know in it uh, for my project and. I could select from anything. I would probably choose the diamond if they if it, the color was there. There are twelve colors of diamond. Mm. Um, there are several metallic, like gold and gold and silver. There's one black and gold. Uh, I haven't seen that one yet. So it's like a variegated. I'm not or just sure. Kind of sparkles intermingled. Uh, I'm not sure, but we're gonna order some and find out. Okay. Okay. And uh, there's also red, blue, green, um, oak. I might get some green. Yeah, some green would be nice. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the so there's a few colors, not that many of the diamond. Only three colors of the short uh, spool. And two of them are gold. And two of them are gold, right? There's a dark gold and a light gold. Uh, there are many, many colors of Krennic. And light effects comes in thirty-five colors. So I, I, I thought it was thirty colors. No, thirty-five colors. I looked oh. it up today. So the I do enjoy putting a little bit of sparkle, and I often replace um, if there's a light effects color uh, e equivalent uh, for a color in my pattern. I, I often will substitute it and right. put some metallic in there wherever like. Cause I like metallics, even though there's, it takes longer because you have to do it a little slower. Another tip is to put the needle and uh, straight in. Well, it's not the needle; it's the thread. When you're pulling the thread, thread through the fabric, pull it at a right angle to the fabric, not at a like a sharp angle, and that reduces the drag, and then that reduces the amount of static electricity that builds up. Right. So most of the problems with the metallics are because of static electricity. Not but shredding? 
the shredding part, the tangles is this is static. The shredding part is just the nature of the metallics because it is very, very fine filaments um, put together. The fine filaments are not as strong as on cotton. So it does shred in your needle. Mm -hmm. But even that is helped somewhat by pulling it straight through and, uh, each time. Uh, you can also do finger laying. Well, you, well, you'll have to watch the video on that one because that's really hard to explain on a podcast. But, I've never uh, done it, so I can't really help. Uh, well, it's really easy, and when, when you get the hang of it, within a few minutes, you, it becomes second nature, and it really helps your stitches also to, to be look really nice and neat and all conventionalized to look all exactly the same. And do you do this with cotton thread too? Or yeah, just... you can no. do it with any kind. But we'll talk about that another time, about laying and laying tools, laying your stitches. and uh, Or we might do it as a video since it is kind of a visual thing. But uh, we'll, that's for another day and another talk, and uh, we'll save that for then. So in the meantime, I hope you enjoyed our program today. And how can people get a hold of you? Uh, you can email me at Donna at MagicHourCrossStitchSupplies.com Dot com. Dot com. And uh, I will love to hear all your questions. We didn't even get to a question today. We were so having, we were having so much fun with our exploration of these threads. So usually we have a question from our listeners. And if you have any kind of cross-stitch-related question, I would love to hear from you. Please email me. You can also find us on facebook.com uh, slash magichourcrossstitch. So you can message me through there or email me, and I would love to answer your questions. So, and Serena is also very knowledgeable, and she we work together as a team. So we will talk to you again. And so in the meantime, happy stitching from Magic Hour Cross Stitch Supplies. Bye now. Bye.